So if you pay close attention in the gospel today, what was the question that the apostles asked Jesus? What was their request? For an increase in faith. Something that we probably all can use more of. Whether we have the greatest of faith here, or we're the one who has the least. Even I ask for faith. So the question is, is if faith is so important, which the answer is yes, what is faith? Well, let me start off by saying what isn't faith. I've been told uh, by very amazing, great Catholics, you know, uh, deacon, if I had more faith when my loved one, when my father, my mother, my spouse, or my child is in the hospital, and I'm sitting by, by their bed, I would, I would know that it's okay, that it's going to be all right. And I would never tell them this, but I'll tell you, what you're asking for isn't faith. What you're asking for is hope. Hope is the virtue that no matter what happens, whether it's good or bad, that God is in control, that you're surrendering your control to God. That is the virtue of hope. Another person would come up to me and they say, Deacon, if I had more faith, when I see a homeless person on the streets in Kaiser or in Portland, I wouldn't just see another homeless person. But I would see Jesus in them. And I would be stirred to do something about it, to at least acknowledge their dignity as children of God. Now, I would never tell them this, but once again, that's not faith. That is the virtue of charity, love, the desire to do something about God, the body of Christ. So now, what is faith? What is the faith that the apostles are asking Jesus for? The church defines faith as the theological virtue by which we believe in God and believe all that he has said and revealed to us and the Holy Church. It is our belief in God as he is truth. God is truth. And the final end of faith is our union, our friendship with God, our eternal bond in heaven. Now, most of us, if you're smart, that doesn't register. But what does register is faith in the concept of relationship. A personal relationship with Jesus Christ. Now, many of you, if you could go back, and some of the younger ones, remember your spouse when you first started dating. Remember where you met them, what inspired you to want to be with them. At first, usually you start stalking them. You start gathering information, right? You find out what their name is, where they work, what their hours of their work. You start orientating your life around them so you can be with them, meet them. You find out where they're from, what their names are, what classes they're in, whether they're their interest, 
You start finding out who their friends are. And you maneuver your way in there. But what you're gathering is data. You're just gathering facts about them. You don't really have a relationship with them. In today's world, you could pretty much do all of that on a simple Google search. <laughs> Scary. Really? <laughs> I'm 30 years out of date, sorry. <laughs> now, the big day comes. You ask out your beauty, and she says yes. So you go out on your first date, and it's magical. It's wonderful. You're sitting across from her, and her face is lit up, and you're moved. And everything at the beginning of the date starts typical. Where you're from, what you do, who you are, everything you already know, because you stalked her. <laughs> and then she starts developing trust in you. And what does she do? She starts slowly to open up her heart to you. And you re she reveals something deeper inside of her, who she really is. Now, no Google search is going to verify if this is true or if it's not. So it's up to you. Do you trust her? Yes. Your heart is moved. Everything she says registers deep within who you are. All the simple facts you've ever known about her is put aside because who she really is is much deeper. And you are falling in love with her. You start to orientate your entire life around her. You go through your normal work day, and what is on your mind? Your office work? her. You start to see the world through her eyes. You start to see the things that she likes the way she does, and it inspires you. Relationship is building. This is faith in Jesus Christ. Now, many of us have struggled with faith. Me and plenty and plenty of you. And so we have to ask ourselves, where does this doubt come from? We have to look. It could be from God, yes. It could be maybe those who have ever struggled with depression. It could be a moment of depression. It could be other external factors, the environment around us. Or maybe it's our own sinful way. We haven't been to confession in a while. There's plenty of other factors why. So what do we do about doubt? What do we do when we lack faith? Well, first, there's the transcendentals. Beauty, goodness, and truth. Beauty. Church's architecture are designed to influence faith within inside of us. In the old churches in Europe, you'll see beautiful giant churches with pillars that go heavenward. Why? Because they're supposed to direct our, our, our attention to heaven. Now, in this parish, no pillar, so it doesn't really work. However, <laughs> if you look to the ceiling, you see pillars, arches. You see 
beautiful arches that direct our attention heavenward. Beauty in sunsets, beauty around us. When you have doubt, when you lack faith, start acknowledging beauty. And it will spark faith within you. Goodness. Remember those times when the good people around us, strangers, loved ones, even our enemies, have done something generous for us. A simple smile at the grocery store when we're having a bad day. A pat on the back at school. Something that just says, I see you. I acknowledge you. Praise God for those moments, because those also increase our faith and truth. We find truth in Jesus Christ. Now, if you're struggling with doubt, if it's a sinful nature, go to confession. Receive the blessing of the Father. Take it to prayer. Acknowledge it. I'm doubting right now, Father. Jesus, our relationship is hurting. Acknowledge it. I want to take it back to relationship just for a second. Now imagine, you are at the first century and you're a Jew. And you hear about this miracle worker. And you hear he's coming to your town, your Galilee. And he's healing lots of people. But you are wise and you doubt that. But you're interested. Something inside of you sparks. So what do you do? You start researching the best you can at the method of the day. You find out where he's from, who his parents are, what he's educated in. You come to find out his mother's name is Mary. His stepfather raised him as a carpenter. He's skilled. You find out he's from Nazareth. And you tell yourself, what good has anything come out of Nazareth? And then he comes. And the following proceeds. And you sit down and he starts proclaiming the word of God. And he opens up scripture a way you've never seen it before. And he opens your mind and your heart. And then he says some outlandish things. He says, I am the Son of God, I am the Messiah. He says, forgive me, I forgot what he said. (laughs) One moment, please. (laughs) Do I have something to do with that? (laughs) He says, thank you, Father. He says, this bread, I am the bread of life. Whoever eats of me will live forever. This bread is my flesh, which I will give for the life of the world. The Eucharist. One of the hardest things for most Catholics. Yet it's a central point of who we are. The Eucharist. That it is truly the body, blood, soul, and divinity of our Lord Jesus. Not just a symbol but much more. The apostles sat in front of Jesus and they began a relationship with them. 
And I think we all can relate. Imagine you're in front of Jesus and you're asking him for more faith. Most of us say, would say, well, I would have it if he was sitting in front of me. But even them, they asked for more faith. As you approach to receive our Lord, I ask you, bring all of your intentions to our Lord. Ask him to increase your faith. Jesus, increase my faith in you because I doubt you. Jesus, increase my faith for my marriage is in ruined. Jesus, increase my faith. I can't forgive this person. Jesus, increase my faith. I'm very lonely. Jesus, increase my faith. I'm 